0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 162 of this daily podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. I uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in and uh, supplementing your study with uh, some of the thoughts that I've had. Um, and I'd love to share some of the thoughts that you've been having, all been having as well. We are in Alma 8 to 12, uh, covering June the 8th to June the 14th. Jesus Christ will come to redeem his people. And we are concluding today's study uh, with, uh, well, we're concluding Alma 8 in today's study, which uh, is titled in the manual My Efforts to Share the Gospel May Require Persistence and Patience. So yesterday we left Alma uh, as he was just about to uh, finish receiving the message from the angel. So now we're going to have a look at his reaction to this message. In verse 18, it says, Now it came to pass that after Alma had received his message from the angel angel of the Lord, he returned speedily to the land of Ammonihah, and he entered back the city by another way, yea, by the way which is on the south of the city of Ammonihah. There's two interesting things I want to pick out from this. Firstly, Alma's reaction was speedily. Uh, and so again, you know, I think the message is clear on this one, what we can learn from Alma's reaction, he uh, went straight away, he didn't ask questions, he didn't plead for a, a change like other prophets such as Jonah, who who themselves are not perfect, and I'm sure we are the same as well, we uh, reject promptings, or we think, you know that this is not possible, we've got too many things to do, so we just, we're just we just not going to do it, where, where we should be doing things speedily and uh yeah, and Alma didn't stop; he did, he just went straight away uh, back, uh, according to the words of the angel. Uh, but also, it's interesting, I think, that he went by an- another way. Uh, we do know that you know it's uh, I don't know what the phrase is, but it's kind of the definition of madness: trying to do, trying to accomplish an outcome, doing the same thing every time. Uh, and so Alma clearly understood the direction to to go and do the things that the angel said, but then he applied his own common sense as well. Uh, to try and do something else to uh, to enter the city. Uh, and so he did enter the city um, because of his willingness and his persistence um, to to do the things of the Lord. Uh, President Henry B. Iring said this, quote, however much faith to obey God we now have, we will need to strengthen it continually and keep refreshing constantly. We can do that by, de- by deciding now to be more quick to obey and more determined to endure. We must decide to obey and then do it. We must build the faith to pass the test of obedience over time and through our daily choices. We can decide now to do quickly whatever God asks of us. And we can decide to be steady in the small tests of obedience which build the faith to carry us through the great tests which will surely come. Close quote. So Alma enters the way. He enters the city and he finds a man um, and he asks the man if he is able to join with him. Uh, and if the man can give him something to eat. Now, um, it's interesting because we we find out that the man has actually received a vision that he would meet a prophet. Uh, and in verse 21, it says, and it came to pass that the man received him into his house and the man was called Amulek. And he brought forth bread and meat and sat before Alma. Now, I don't want to uh, dive too much into what Amulek ends up doing in the next few ver- uh, next few chapters. Uh, because we are going to cover those uh, over the next few days. But I do want to consider the importance of this character, the, the way in which that he is a, an example or a, or a type of what we might see in our lives. How often have you uh, tried to accomplish something, uh, whether it be with your children, with your teenage children? With people, people that you serve at church, with someone at work, with fam- with a family member other than ch- a child, how often have you tried to accomplish something and found that you are not able to, for whatever reason, not because of your lack of effort, not because of your lack of patience and persistence, and not because of lack of you know ability, it just doesn't work out with you trying to do that thing, trying to reach out to a child in a certain instance or something like that. How many times have you found that? When you've asked or received, when you maybe haven't even asked it, the support of someone else, um, that, you know, some things just seem to work out better. And we need to understand that, you know, this is sometimes the case and this will happen to all of us. And uh, I'm, as you all know, I'm writing a book right now and I've come to the chapter, I've I've gotten through quite a bit, actually. I'm up to like the eighth or seventh chapter now. Uh, and I, I, I want to consider kind of this self-reliance um, phrase that we use. And self-reliance is un, is understanding where, um, you know, first of all, the, the important principles to make sure that you are, you know, able to survive and able to support yourself. But also self-reliance, part of it, is understanding, I think, when is appropriate and when is right So ask for support from someone. And in this case, it was quite clear that at the city of Abanihar was going to be a completely different experience to Zarahemla, Gideon, and Milek. Uh, and so... In this instance, the Lord provided a way uh, for someone to to work with Alma. And we'll find out later that Amulek's um, part in this, it was actually key. Without Amulek, then it is likely that Alma would not have been as successful as he was in this city. Um, And so, and obviously there were great blessings that were available uh, to Amulek and his family as well. So I want to consider who are your Amuleks in your life? Who are your close friends, close family members who have supported and sustained you and helped you to accomplish your tasks. Because I think if you look through the different parts in your life, you will find people who maybe have entered your life at that stage for that particular purpose. And even as I now sit and think about that, you know I can think of certain individuals that have been a part of my life at certain points. For example, at university, at high school, uh, just when I was starting out with teaching... Um, you know, just, you know, with with all these different parts in our lives, there have been certain individuals who have been there for us. Um, and in my service in the church as well, you know, in particular calls, there have been certain individuals that have come in and then have come out of my life. And these are my amulets. Um, and I could list loads, but uh, I'm not going to at this stage. Um, but yeah, I just want to, you know, get people to get you all to consider that. Uh, in Alma 8:22, we see that uh, Alma blesses the household of Amulek uh, after he has eaten, and that's interesting because it is actually a, a Jewish tradition that, you know, usually in the church we're very familiar with the, with the saying the blessing of the food before we eat. And here in verse 22, it says, "And it came to pass that Alma ate the bread, ate bread, and was filled, and he blessed Amulek in his house, and he gave thanks unto God." This practice of blessing after you are filled was actually a very, it was actually found in the Talmud and is a Jewish tradition. And so, again, another small evidence of the Book of Mormon is the word of God. You know, would Joseph Smith have known that? I I believe in his day, it was very much the tradition to say grace or give a blessing on the food before you eat. So just a very small uh, tidbit there, which uh, which I thought was particularly interesting Um. And then Alman, uh you know, explains what he's been through uh, with the city of Am- and We're not going to go over that again because we've just read that yesterday. But in verse 26, he men- he makes the point that he was hungry because he had fasted for many days. And we know why he was fasting. He was asking for the will of the Lord. But I just want to share this quote by James E. Faust about fasting. He said, quote, at times, fasting is appropriate as a strong evidence of our sincerity when we fast, we humble our souls, which brings us more in tune with God and his holy purposes, close quote. I think it's uh, it's clear, it's, it's important to point out that I'm sure we know, the Lord knows our sincerity. And I'm sure that he knows, you know, how much we desire something. But I suppose that the, uh, the reason that we fast is first of all so that we can demonstrate to ourselves how sincere we are for it. I mean, how telling is it that if we think we want something, then we decide we're going to fast for it. And then we struggle with the fast. Does that show that maybe it's not as important to us? Um, I'm not saying that struggling with fasting is an, is an indicator of your sincerity because there are people because because there are people that clearly uh, are not able to fast or who struggle with fasting. Uh, but of course, you can fast from something else um, if it is food. If food is is an issue, because there are obviously many people that do struggle with that for many valid reasons. Uh, but you know, I think it is a telling. It's, uh, you know whatever we choose to fast and what we're able to fast from, I think it is telling about our sincerity, in sincerity to ourselves. In Alma 8 verse 30 we then see that Alma and Amulet go forth to teach the word and I'm going to close by a quote from George Reynolds and Jan Mattson-Serjodel. They said quote, filled with the Holy Ghost, these servants of God went forth and valiantly, valiantly de- delivered their terrible message. They were strengthened and preserved from, by power from on high. So greatly were they guarded by heavenly care, that by the grace of God they could not be confined in dungeons, neither was it possible that any man could slay them. In spite of the extreme sufferings they endured and the gentleness of their ways, they having sensibilities most keen and feelings most poignant, they shunned using their powers until, as a demonstration of God's fearsome strength, burst the bands that when the prison held them tight. So we shall now move forward into the next chapters and we will uh, learn what we can from these fantastic missionaries. Thank you very much for listening today. I appreciate you taking the time. Please join us at, uh, you can uh, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com and join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I would love to hear from you and the thoughts that you have about what we've been studying and about anything else. And if you'd love to uh, join a future podcast episode, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and we can join via Zoom and do something like that. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again.